I'm Matt Miller from the Google Teacher Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Coming up on episode 74 of Podcast PD, Stacey, AJ, and I talk about the end of the school year. You called in and you helped us out. Let's start the show. This is Podcast PD, the show that provides you with anytime, anywhere professional development. Our conversations and guests will provide you with the learning you might get in a faculty meeting or on a PD day. Except you're going to have more fun with AJ Bianco, Stacey Lindis, and me, Chris Nessie. Let's start the show. We are live. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is Sunday night. It is 8.30 p.m. Eastern. And you are tuned in to another episode of Podcast PD. My name is Chris Nessie, at Mr. Nessie on Twitter. I also co- uh, co-host, I also host the House of EdTech podcast, and I am joined, as always, for this program by my podcast compadres, Stacey Lindis and AJ Bianco. They just complete me on Sunday evenings. Stacey, how are you? I'm right. How are you, Chris? I'm doing good. It was a beautiful weekend here in New Jersey as we do the podcast PD weather report. <laughs> it was beautiful. And once again, I got some sunburn. I, I just don't have my sunblock handy. And like usually I have it everywhere. And it's like one of those things that's just always a constant. But I think it's just too early in the season for me to be very aware. And I usually don't spend this much time outside on the weekends before school's over. And so like see, it's never too early to think about skincare. And protecting yourself. Chris, you're saying that to the Puerto Rican lady who puts on SPF 70. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, I that's don't know. Okay. That, that, that's coming from the Italian who uh, tends to not wear any sunscreen at all. Oh, no. I'm like, SPF 70, 50 is, is one of my lowest. So, yeah. Great weekend. What'd you do? Uh, I painted the boys' rooms this weekend. So, that was fun. They uh, We got a nice matching shade of blue and... Uh, t- I had a little more fun in Colton's room. Uh, I, I posted some things to my Instagram. That I got a little creative with the painter's tape and some Mario wall decals. So his room is uh, a little more pimp than Miles's because, again, Miles is like a 100-year-old man who doesn't like change. No. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. AJ, how are you? Yo, what is going on, you two and everybody out there? It was great. You know, this this weekend was fantastic. I, yeah, I, I love, I love this. We're gonna talk about the weather. Seriously, I love this weather. This is like my time. The only thing that that's missing, baseball. That's it. Baseball. Baseball. It's baseball season. This is, this is it. Middle of May. My, my virtual Yankees on RBI Baseball Twenty on the Nintendo Switch are steamrolling through the AL East. See, this is like the time where I want to have a a video game system so I can actually play. Something because I have nothing. I don't have video games. You don't have video I, games. I think, no, I don't do video games. But you want to get them. Well, I want to play baseball. Like I need something. Like that. Something. Anything. You just need something. Like okay. I don't, yeah, I don't have like I have a video game system. I think I have. I think I have a Wii. I have a Wii, but I don't think anything comes out for Wii anymore. I don't no, even know if Wii still the thing. Games. Do they? Do oh, they? Cool. Yeah. Isn't that two systems ago? <laughs> True system. No, I'm just saying, like, like right now the Switch is all the thing, and then everyone in um, quarantine is playing like Animal Crossing, which I know nothing about. But yeah, my, my buddy loves that game. 
you don't Loves want. I, I had my family kill me off the Animal Crossing island earlier this week. I don't know what that means. Me neither. They put me in the game, and then I said, "Take me out." So, oh, so it was that care business. Like, so wait, do you have a switch? I do have a switch. Yeah. Okay, but why didn't you want to be in the game? Because I think it's pointless. I find it not relaxing at all to walk around and do fake stuff. But yet I'll sit and play fake baseball. But anyway. Wait, is it like point. The Sims? It I need of? to understand it a little bit more. For animals? Is that what it is? Like, it's, it's no, for animals. Like the I'm farm? I, there's like some kind of farm. There's some kind of farm involved. But no, we just get into the bio? Oh. All right. If you're interested in Animal Crossing, go ask a child. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. There are some 30 and 40 something year olds playing this game. It's the all quarantine right. rage. Yeah. Except none of us know about it. So there you go. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, real quick, we have, uh, just want to say hello to the live audience checking in on either YouTube or maybe you're watching us on Periscope, which is where we are also live streaming tonight's show. And if you're on Periscope, come on over to podcastpd.com slash live. And we've got the chat room. You can interact with us on screen. Uh, if you do want to join us on screen, if you got a question or you want to contribute to the conversation that we're going to have tonight, you can join by going to podcastpd.com slash join. That'll put you in the green room, and then we will get you on air, and we'll be excited to do that. Want to say hello to Stephanie out on the chat, Al in the chat, David in the chat, and Sean, uh, first time here, do we answer ed tech questions? Sure. We'll answer any question you have, so you can throw it in the chat, or you can come on screen and you can ask us. If you enjoy the show, please share it with others. Uh, maybe retweet it. Let people know we're here. Let people know you're having a good time on a Sunday night. Um, and I think, uh, AJ, you were going to preview tonight's topic for us. I'm previewing tonight's topic. Yeah, here we go. All right, so we're, we're going to dig in. And I think we're going we're gonna to get serious here as we focus on the end of the school year. So for us, you know, when we think about the end of the school year, we're still got a couple of weeks away. And we think about that. Um, but we, we really need to focus on what we're doing for our students. And we want to have the outlook of positivity. We want to have a, a good ending for our students who are really struggling through this time, whether they're seniors or if they're even in kindergarten, you know, everybody's having a, a tough time. So we're going to focus on what we, what we're doing, whether it's graduation, whether it's ceremonies, celebrations, assessments, projects, any kind of programs you have in place that you're doing with your schools and your students, uh, now's the time to share it because I think everybody's kind of struggling trying to find out what they're going to do. And I think it's time for us to come together as a community to really understand how we're going to make this year, you know, a, a good end that can kind of tie a ribbon on something that is not wrapped very nicely. Yeah, this is uh, this year is the gift that looks like I wrapped it with my feet and my eyes closed. Well, at least you had wrapping paper. Oh, well, yeah. Good point, Stacy. <laughs> Um, so wh where do we want to start? I mean, I could certainly come at it from a, a high school perspective, Stacy. I hope that you can bring the elementary perspective. And I mean, you're also in a unique position being back in the classroom this year after having served uh, as a, as a coach for a number of years. So yep. this has been one heck of an experience for you. It's been a little nutty for sure. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Well, I was also going to tease that, that hopefully AJ can even give us some perspective, obviously as an administrator. You know what what's going on at, at that level as well. Um, but Stacey, yeah, why, why don't you start us off? Um, so as we round into like this, I guess it, it really does feel like the final phase of this virtual learning. Um, you know, we start a whole new unit next week, and um, our our entire quarantine time has been marked in these like two week 
shifts of, of learning. Um, so our kids get into that phase of reading and writing that they're super excited for because they go into a fantasy unit where they get to not only read fantasy, but write fantasy. And it's something that they walk into the school you're talking about. Um, hopefully that will be a little of a little bit of a break from the fact that like they're not doing the normal things that they would be doing right now. You know, um, you've seen it too, Chris, like those benchmark years where like the kids actually leave the school to move on to the next school in the district. Like those are the, those, those are the kids that I feel the worst for. It's not to take away from anyone in any other grade level, because you do have those, those milestones that you look forward to all year, whether it be field day or, you know, a grade level picnic or whatever it is. Um, but as fifth graders in, in my district, there are a lot of things that they get to do because they are moving on to the middle school. You know, the kids experience dare this year. So they have dare graduation. They have dare splash. Um, they have, you know, we don't do a formal graduation, so we don't have to worry about that, but we do want to be, um, know mindful that like they're no longer getting their fifth grade carnival or the fifth grade picnic or you know um eighth grade in my district is another one of those milestone years again no graduation but they have the award ceremony and they have other commencement type things without it being like caps and gowns and and all of that and you know just knowing that that prom isn't taking place like i've seen a couple of creative things online but i haven't really heard what my district is doing um, so I think a lot of people are thinking on the, indiv- the individual level, especially at my grade level, um, like what will it look like for for kids as they move into the next school year? And I know one of the suggestions I gave to my principal was that next year when we do return, so our first day back in school, whatever day that is, that we actually have a last day of school for the previous year, if that's possible. So that like, you know, my f- my fifth graders who would then be sixth graders report to me for one last day together. Hmm. And then like their first day of school would be like the next drill day Hmm. in school. And it all, you know, it all depends on how school starts. And is there a point to that? If we don't start in the school, you know, you know, if we don't physically start in the building in September, but I don't know, I would like to be able to physically say goodbye to my kids. Yeah, I think that's a phenomenal idea. But again, and you just hit that, what, what that road bump would be. Let's let's say in-person school doesn't start again in places till like, let, let's say the middle of October. You would have, you know, those fifth grade students would have already been doing sixth grade stuff right. for, you know, six to seven weeks. So are they going to want to go back to, to see their fifth grade teacher? You know, I'm sure some of them might, but logistically, I could see where people would say eh, a little tough, but I, that's a hell of an idea. Yeah, I mean, I, so Larry just asked, what are our thoughts about starting the new school year virtually? I'm really, really nervous for that. Like you pointed out, Chris, um, this is my first year back in the classroom after seven years as a coach. And I was gifted with one of the most amazing classes. So like, I would love to start September with the same class. If we weren't going back, I don't know what that would look like. You know, I've seen other parents suggest that so like- fail them all. Right. Well, I can't, <laughs> but that has been the suggestion online from, from, you know, people in my community, like just call this year a wash and the kids repeat everything. And even no my way. students have recommended that. No and I'm way. like, for people watching, just said my eyes fall out of my head. No, it's impossible. I know. I know. But in my wildest dreams, that would be my reality, right? Like I'd be able to like find some way to finish my year with these kids. 
I joke around with them all the time. I was like, are you sure you don't want to stay in fifth grade with me? And one of my kids goes, well, what about the fourth graders who get to have you next year? What will they do? And I was like, okay, fine. I mean, because you're not willing to teach 60 at the same time. Um, not in my classroom. No. no. But, you know, but exactly what you just described, that's the heart of what we're trying to tackle today and get some real ideas for in terms of how can we make the end of this school year meaningful and valuable where, yeah, you don't get to physically see the kids and they can't see you and we can't see our colleagues, but we can still get closure on the school year, you know? Yeah. And we are looking for ways to, you know, have some type of closing ceremony for dare, um, have some type of end of the year, something or other for fifth grade, fourth grade. And um, in my building, we have third grade as well, but yeah. You know, what does that look like for each of those grade levels? And, you know, at the high school level, I can't even imagine, and you teach college students too. I don't know if you teach seniors, Chris, but I don't know what it looks like or what kind of conversations and discussions you're having at that level for kids who are, who are physically leaving the district, right? Like they're no longer part of that. So what, what kind of conversations are you having at the, at the um, high school and upper or um, higher ed level? Well, the first thing I'll say, just to also touch on what Larry says, cause I still have it up here. Um, if we start to think about like, what's it going to look like next year to start virtually that those conversations need to take place now, I, whether you're the superintendent, the supervisors, administrators, teachers, you can't wait till August to think about what next school year is going to look like. Mm-hmm. You got to start having these conversations right. now. And I think it's critical for districts to rope in all stakeholders into what next school year is going to shape up. So that's my two cents on that for now. I'll give you the full 50 cent version in a little while. Um, but actually, before I give my thoughts, we've got a couple people in the green Chiming room. So in, yeah. let's, uh, let's bring on, uh, Sean. Hey guys. Sean, welcome to podcast PD. How you doing? Hey Sean. How you doing? Hey Sean. Hey, um, I, um, like the show so far. So you guys are doing a great job. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you kindly. What can we do for you? Had a question. Um, looking to gamify my class some more, um, as we get back. And um, I was wondering if it'd be possible to, I know you could take like a quizzes game and some other like uh, deck toys and some other ones, I think, and you can link it to Google Classroom. I wanted to try to uh, assign points using Google Classroom and then kind of give them rewards if it's possible by maybe some kind of scale or something like that in my class. Wonder what you guys thought about that. I'll tackle this first. Um, I have my thoughts, but my first answer, and this might be the best thing I say ever, would be you need to reach out to Chris Aviles mm-hmm. on Twitter. Yep. Uh, yes. AJ or Stacey, if you could look up his Twitter handle and, and drop that in the chat. Chris is a New Jersey educator who he's done stuff here in New Jersey with gamification, and he is, in my opinion, the, the master of it, what he does with his students to gamify. Now, that being said, one, connect with Chris. Two, there are so many things that you can do to gamify your classroom. There are so many tools out there that will help you to keep track and determine what does it mean to level up and, you know, what's the point system and, you know, all around what that could look like. Um, well, can you tell us a little bit about what do you teach? What, what grade levels? Absolutely. Yeah, I teach uh, physical science. I teach astronomy to high school. Ninth grade is the physical science class. And then I have... 11th, 12th grade astronomy. 
And I already do those individual tools, but I thought it would be a, a cool idea to link it all together somehow. And I didn't know if the, that tool was out there. It kind of looked like Google Classroom could do part of that. But I think I don't Google know. Classroom is definitely the place where when you bring kids into that you know, ecosystem, yeah, it's a, you get them all in one place. But then it's using some of these other tools, whether it's Google Sheets or Google Docs or some of these other platforms that are out there to give kids access to say the leaderboard or, you know, if you're creating assignments and you know, you've you've got choice boards and all the different ways you're presenting content that Google classroom is where they access the game and, and the challenges or however you structure what you're putting into place. So you said reach out to the, what was that guy's name? It's in the uh, notes you said. So it's Chris Avila's Um, he's at tech up teacher. And then another option would also be um, Steve uh, Steve Isaacs, and he's at Mr. Underscore Isaacs. They do their gamification a little differently. Their definitions are, are a little different. So, but, you know, I, I recommend that you reach out to them. Um, I think Chris is more what you're looking for, but I, there's so much to learn from Steve as well. Thank you. Yeah. We should probably have either one or both of them on a future episode to talk about gamification. (laughs) That'd be fun. We've had Chris. Chris has been on the show. Yeah, we have had, uh, and that's the other option. I mean, go back and listen to that. Did we speak specifically about gamifying in that episode? I'm trying to remember. He he ran with that. Did he? Okay. Cause he does a lot of other things too. Like he, he has like his, his kid, his, his kid entrepreneurs, like his kids who are, are doing that kind of work too. So I'm going on our site to pull that, that episode so maybe sean can take a listen to that yeah i was looking at my at my podcast player sorry for all the dead air oh this is compelling (laughs) so sean tell us a little bit about yourself while we're looking for that episode for you well i originally um got plugged in by house of edtech actually so um and i heard sort of this um plug for podcast PD and you guys were live. So I thought maybe I can ask a question. Um, and, uh, I had the opportunity to go to an ed tech conference this, um, this year, which was nice. Cause I've been teaching maybe 19 or 20 years and this is the first time that they asked me to go. So I was really excited about that. So, so I teach in Ohio and, um, and so actually during that conference, uh, you guys, uh, Chris had mentioned about Oodloo, so I've been trying that out. Uh, that's been a good tool um, to use, and um, it's been a yeah, very good tool. But, yeah, I've been teaching about since 2002 and um, taught in the country, taught in the city. It's not, but I'm, now I've been teaching for about 10 years now at this last school. So Nice. And, and real quick, I, I did look it up, uh, going back into the archives – Episode 18, and that episode focused on app smashing with Chris, but I'm sure we talked about gamification, and all his contact information is there. So uh, podcastpd.com slash 18, you can get the show notes and connect with Chris there as well. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining nice. us. Enjoy the rest of the show and uh, share, share your thoughts uh, as, as we continue the conversation. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Coming up next, we have uh, this, this AJ Wannabe. <laughs> AJ Part Welcome Two Podcast PD Al Al Spiegel joining us from uh, I am I am you know I, I'm 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 feeling the Jonathan and you know I haven't used that in a while and you know it's 
I don't know if it's an AJ wannabe though. Now, who? What AJ is wannabe? Who there? Oh wow! Uh, you know, my name was up first. I think. I think my name was up there first. Alphabetically. <laughs> Alphabetically. So, yeah, I can never. My, you know what's funny? My parents never call me Albert. They always call me AJ. Um, and I, I'm sorry for the noise. I'll, I'll mute myself and swear at them in a minute. Um, they. Um, yeah, I, I, everybody, you know, anybody who like knew me from eighth grade and younger, I'm Albert. Then it was wow. Al, or, but my parents, and like, you know, or I'm little Al or I'm Al Jr., you know, but, but yeah, but AJ never stuck for some reason. I wanted to, I wanted it to, and it never happened. So you got to keep pushing because my mom was totally against AJ. I was always Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. And she's listening, oh, really? yeah. nodding her head. So she's saying, Andrew is your name. My dad wanted me to be AJ because it was better for sports. So, sure. so they're kind of just kind of stuck with me yeah. as I kept playing. So now AJ batting AJ Bianco is exactly. Yeah, it, so it would, it does, is fine yeah. too. Yeah, I would have taken Andrew. Albert was just not a popular, you know, in the middle eighties, was just not a popular name. So. Yeah, I would take in anything with the A except Albert. But you know, I'm, I'm not going to knock it. That was my uh, that was my grandfather's name. So yeah, my, my grandfather, my father. Yeah, yeah, I know. So how is everybody? I haven't seen you guys in like live like a month. Yeah, you, you, Al, Al, real you quick. From here on out, every, every time you come onto this program, you will be known as Little Al. That's, <laughs> that's fine. That's you know, that's fine. It's little, yeah, little, little, yeah, Little Al. Little I've Al. always been. Be little, my father was Albert. I've always been Little Al. That's it. Little. Like, it's like, guys, I'm I'm 42. I'm not little Al anymore. But that's okay. It's you know, you're little Al. But you know, I call my father what everybody called his father, which was Pop. So it makes sense, you know. Like I'm gonna, if I'm gonna get it, I'm gonna give it back. So absolutely. All right, little Al, it's fine. I won't change my Twitter handle. They, you, <laughs> you know, like it worked for like Little Wayne, you know, like Little Wayne and Little Bow Wow. This is this is, your, this is your breakout moment. It's going to be Lil Al, L I L A L, like Lil Al. Lil it's going to be one kind of slurred, you know, noise. Well, <laughs> the the tech director, formerly known as Al Spiegel, Lil Al. Yeah, no, Lil Al. And and I'll, you know, I'm like I'll Lil Al, class of '95. So there yeah, Lil. All right, so how you been? I like it, good, good. You know, we're still in quarantine. Life can't be better. You know, that's great. Can't you be know? better. <laughs> um, you know, I was I, watching what you guys, you know, the Chris's point about, you know, what are we going to do and what are we going to do like right now? You know, I like my big guys in sixth grade. So he has the whole big, you know, the moving up ceremony and all that, which is I think I think the principal and the superintendent are going to visit everybody's house and with like an awards package after the virtual graduation, which I think is kind of nice. But, you know, I look at, it, you know, where I am, it's just we're not. It's like, folks, at some point next year, we're going to have to do this again. Whether it's September, whether it's November, you know, we're going to do it again. And we, we just, like, we have to get our heads around it and plan for it right now. You know, we can't let the, it's, it's going to be, oh, well, you know, it's the end of the year. You, you know, you deserve a break. And then it's going to be August and we're going to have, you know, what do we do? You know, and it's not just go back to what we were doing. It's because I think we need to really evaluate where we doing the right thing. You know, were we doing enough of the uh, enough of the right thing? So, um, I don't know. I just there's just I just don't see enough planning and enough you know enough what if going on on um, you know on the administrative side. So I'm hoping that it's you know my school's an anomaly, but I'm I'm sure it's probably not. So um, I think that's. You know, I think, and I agree to everybody. I like Stacey's idea about the uh, 
you know, end the year or start next year, like with one last of your, your last one class. Last day. I do like that. I think that'd be kind of cool because, you know, you know, all of them are go right ahead. All of them are, um, you know, um, they haven't seen, you know, their teachers in person since what March. So that would be kind of cool, you know? And I know like our, our seniors are, we've got, you know, we're trying with the lawn signs and the, this and the, that, but we get that. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't substitute, but it's, I just don't think there's enough planning. That's the the biggest thing that I'm worried about is we're going to have to do it again. Let's, let's, let's yes. And I'm still thinking positive. Like I'm hoping that doesn't have to be the case, but I want to be prepared for it because we have to be, you know, especially if it's a new year and if you're teaching something new, you know, if you've got new classes next year or new content, whatever, it's, not we're not going to wait till you know the end of august to do it but you know oh yeah we can't go back to it's not business it's never going to be business usual anymore no never i I had a profound tweet earlier today that if you are looking forward to going back to the way things were and you know you want to go back to being comfortable it's time to find a new career my friends get out i got the truth yeah Yeah. and i will say completely unrelated i'm going to use um I'm going to use StreamYard on Wednesday. We're doing a it's 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 covert doing a virtual open house on Wednesday, but we're going to do it with StreamYard. So that's awesome. We're very, we're very excited. Yeah. Um, since you know we tried we tried with Zoom and we're like yeah this stinks, but because we're going to show some videos and whatnot. So of course I I did give you guys props, even though I you know my boss was like oh this is great. I'm like yeah well I kind of stole the idea, but you know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but that's, that's okay. uh, at least you're giving us credit for it. I mean, I did. I showed my podcast, now and, you know, like I did, you know, yeah, well, like, and hey. Mike Marilla said they're going to use StreamYard for their eighth grade awards, which yeah. will be all online this platform, year. So, you know, this is this is going to be the kind of stuff that should be the norm, you know, next year going forward. You know, this this is now that we've kind of played with it between March and the end of the year. It's like this could be a norm for all sorts of stuff for next year. So, yeah, I believe. uh Kevin had reached out to me from a couple weeks ago and uh, he was using this for, I believe his national honor society induction ceremony. So yeah, they just need to change their user agreement. I reached out to them personally. I was like, can we do something with this? Because I can't, I can't use it with my kids, you know, uh, because their UA is um, 18 and up. Ah, well, yeah, that's if you want to bring the kids in, if you just wanted to run a virtual ceremony that maybe yeah. a slideshow and they're not on video, then you're just leveraging the YouTube platform to stream something right. that people can access, you know? So I, I, th- I think and it all depends different. on the use yeah. case. Yeah. I, uh, right. It all depends on your use. I mean, e- even if I was going to use this to do a high school graduation, I wouldn't bring every kid on here. Yeah. I would God, have no. a slideshow. No. I'd have my, maybe the valedictorian give their speech through here, you know, or, or run a pre-recorded video. Um, got it. You know, it's almost like I talked about this on an episode recently. Oh yeah, houseofedtech.com. No, chrisnesley.com slash 156. I talk about how you can stream any school event. Yeah, and I, and I, that's my yeah, love that's, affair with this. Yeah, and I've honestly, if I did, if I didn't stumble on podcast PD, then I wouldn't. We wouldn't be thinking about this for you know for this coming week for an open house. But we found like we're gonna part of we want to play like a video, and the it's really it's it's much more stable. Then if I'm sharing my screen on my laptop and the processing is happening on the laptop and then trying to, you know, push it out, whereas opposed to the streaming or, you know, all the processing is happening on YouTube, it makes it so much easier. So, um, so yeah, we're going to be interesting to see how this, how this goes, but um, it's definitely, uh, it's a game for me. It's a game changer, you know, and it's something like that. Yeah. I could say, well, we could do this for 
this ceremony or that ceremony or whatever, you know, um, it's really cool. So that's how we learn, right? Yeah. Speaking of really cool and how we learn, I'm going to keep this metaphor going and we're going to bring on Lil Jill. (laughs) Hey, gang. Hey, Jill. Still sounds better than Little Al. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm going to throw the... um, the the cart out with the horse and i think that yes that there are some ways that this is going to reshape education but i also believe that there is some value in that human connection and uh, granted i'm coming to you from an elementary middle school perfe- perspective and so i think that that face to face um human connection of those celebratory ceremonies are so important for our kids. And I don't think that we can minimize that. And I also think it's important for our staff to feel valued in, in participating in those ceremonies also. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's just not the, yeah, it's not the same and trying to, you know, trying to impress on my sixth grader, you're going to seventh grade next year. You know, it's, you're still going to happen even though you're not, you know, you're not there. And it's, it, it, it's, you know, I, I, I get that. I guess, you know, I mean, I didn't, you know, one of my, my graduate school graduations, I didn't go to, you know, but it's, I'm trying to get, you know, like, yeah, guys, it's really not a big deal. But in reality, yeah, it's like, why is it happening at my class? Why is it my year? You know, and I, I, I've heard that, you know, a lot. And as much as we could put up, you know, lawn signs and, and, um, you know, sell t-shirts and, all that stuff. Just I know it's not the, just not the same. I think it's kind of cool that the principal and superintendent are going to show up on my front lawn, you know. But um, it's just it's it's a different, you know. It's how do we how do we make the the best of this, and how do we you know tell the kids like almost like hey, this is special, you know. Who else, what other class could it happen to? It could happen to your class, you know. This is how awesome is that, you know? How no one else is ever going to have this, you know? God willing, so uh, God willing. But I mean, that's a tough sell. I mean, w- w- when you think about I mean, think about kids today and the idea of instant gratification and, you know, I'll I'll go there. You know, a lot of kids have a sense of entitlement nowadays and, you know, Mm -hmm. they they want what they want when they want it. And, you know, they're going to be bitching and moaning for the rest of their lives that they didn't have all of these things. Now, if I'm a high school senior, let's say, you know, in 10 years, I mean, I don't remember my prom or my graduation. I don't remember where I ranked in my class. You know, I've got all the rest of that life experience since then under my belt. That makes me say there's a lot more important things out there, but I can certainly understand in the moment these kids aren't happy and there's nothing we can do. That's going to make them say, well, golly, this was great. It's just, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I, I get torn with this stuff because the graduation, I remember it. It was me leaving high school and moving on. That, that's cool. But like, I, I feel like graduation, it, it doesn't, you know, I found somebody sent me this, this, this tweet and it was kind of, it's funny. It's sad, but it's really true. And it's supposed to be uh, comedic. And it says, Hey seniors, if you're really missing graduation, sit in the sun wearing a shower curtain while someone reads from a phone book for three hours. <laughs> and like, that's your thought of graduation. Right, just calling people's names over and over again. I went to, I went to my brother-in-law's sister-in-law's graduation, you know, two years in a row from high school, and I was like, oh, same exact program, you know, nothing, nothing really changed here. So, you know, when I look at graduation, like that's not, if you miss graduation, fine, you're moving on anyway. I get it, you've done those things, 
I feel bad that they're not saying goodbye to their friends. I feel bad they're not having the experience mm-hmm. of a prom, even though I can hardly remember my prom at this point as we're 20 years out of high school. You know, I don't remember these things, but I understand what you're saying, Chris. Our students really do need that moment. They're not getting that moment. And, and that and that really does suck. But the good thing is that, you know, they're going to go to college. They're going to continue to move on. And the kids that graduated for the year 2020 are going to have exactly the same experience. And they can kind of share what they were going through at this time. Like, it's not like one school is like, oh, I graduated. You didn't graduate. You know, who are you? You know, it's, we're all, right. all going to go through this. And that's the thing. They're not the first class who's not having a graduation, right? Like, I remember we didn't have my commencement outside because it poured the day of graduation. So we had smaller ceremonies. Yes, we your, were all. Has your life been ruined because of that, Stacey? Have you just been in the throes of sorrow since then? No. And quite honestly, I just thought of it. And I still can't. It's like, I can't remember right now if it was like my graduation from um, my graduate program or my undergrad program, but because it was the same school. So I, you know, whatever, but like, that's how much it doesn't matter. I just remember that, like we only had our smaller, smaller department ceremonies and you know, it is what it is. Like at least this class has that one unifying thing, right? Like you're saying, AJ, not no one is having a live ceremony as opposed to like those kids who graduate in the middle of May versus the end of May versus, you know, Mother's Day weekend, I, you know, like too many variables to make it consistent for everybody. And they do like, you know, speaking to Al's positivity, this is the one super unique thing that they all have in common. Mm-hmm. And it would just be like, all right, well, how did you spend your, your graduation? What did your graduation look like for you? And I think what we really need to focus on is making it special in some way, shape or form. Right. So like, I know a lot of the families in my town um, because our, um, that the elementary school in my, in my town goes up to sixth grade. Like a lot of those kids have those little yard signs that say, you know, graduating class of 2020, um, Chesterfield elementary school. And someone went around and put like graduation balloons on everyone's graduation lawn sign. Like those are the little things that I think will like make it feel like not so like ho-hum and a little bit more like, yeah, we did this. We survived this. This was like, this was our year. I I got to say that that's definitely important to do try to make it special because otherwise, let's say your high school, you run the risk of your graduating class of 2020 leaving your school and your district hating your school and your district. And these last few weeks in this whole, you know, between March and the end of the year, you know, if if it's not the best you can possibly do with the circumstances – you're going to have a class that hates your school and your district and has resentment for the community and, you know, what didn't happen or couldn't happen. And, you know, I don't think anybody, any school district wants that bad taste of kids leaving and looking back on the whole experience saying that wasn't good. Right. But well, I has- think that's a shift in mindset for those kids too. Go ahead, AJ. No, it's all right. I'm just, I was just saying like, you keep saying the word special and yes, I agree special, but I really think everybody needs to be on the same page because you can't one up the next school. You know, that's where the problems are going to start. You know, like if your school is going around with, you know, take Al's example and the superintendent, the principal are going, going from kid to kid, you know, that, that, that's good. But then the next town over, you know, they're not doing that. Maybe they're not even getting lawn signs. Maybe they're only getting, you know, the cap and gown has to go get picked up or, 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 you know, you're not getting that face to face. You know, not everybody can do that. It depends on the situation. And I feel like we're at the point right now where different schools are trying to one up the next school over. You know, they want to make sure that they stand out and they want to make sure that they're doing it the best way 
they want to make sure they're incorporating the best technology. Like people are like, oh, we're going to do a parade and a drive-by. And another school is saying, well, no, we're not supposed to do a parade and drive-by. And then somebody's like, well, we're going to have laser lights at the school. Another person's putting all the graduation, the, the kids' names on the front lawn. So like, wh- wh- where's, where's the tipping point? Where is that one yeah. point? Where go, well, why didn't you well, guys do like that in, for my child? In, in, in my school community, urban district. Right. Where's the equity? Can't put lawn signs in a, can't put lawn signs in a concrete sidewalk. Even when we're streaming, we're going to stream graduation now. So how do we know all the kids have access? Well, granted, if you have a Chromebook, maybe you can do it that way. But what if you don't have access to graduation? You're still going to stream it, right? And that kid might miss the graduation for real. So what's the equity there? So we're going to keep doing thing to one up, but we're missing out on the kids who are the most important. It's not our egos. It's for the kids to celebrate their graduation. And you know what, AJ, that's that that's such a great point, because that's something that I want to I, I want to circle back to, because um, I know, Stacey, you were talking about, you know, like your your graduations. And I know I look back at my graduations and all the different ones that I've I've attended or not attended. And, you know, I'm looking at it from the adult lens. I'm not looking at it from that child or teenager lens. And that's what I'm trying to do as a principal is to say, okay, what do my elementary school age students, my, my fourth graders, like this is a big part, like moving up has always been a big deal in our district, which is great. And I, I accept that and I embrace it. But at the same time, like, how can I still acknowledge that even though it's not going to make a difference 20, 30 years down the line, I know that at this moment in their lives, I'm making a difference. And that's where um, I'm trying to find that balance and trying to find the right um, format for my district. And AJ, like you were saying, um, not trying to one up my other districts and my surrounding districts because, you know, we, we all work together but also to, at the same time, be able to celebrate my students. And, you know, it's it's a fine balance and it's a difficult balance that we're all trying to to work out. And Chris, to your point, too, like I've got students in my district who, you know, are not I can't put a lawn sign out on their front lawn. And so what do I do for them and how do I make it equitable at the same time? And so it really is a struggle for us administrators to figure out at any level what's going to be right for our kids. And, you know, and and maybe it's not so much, you know, and I I hear AJ's point about, you know, are we and I think to some extent we are trying to one up, you know, from from district to district. But at the same time, like, you know, we uh, Bergen, you know, we. The, the, everybody they bought lawn signs and we we divvied up 21 of us went out on wednesday and delivered them and i said you know what i don't i don't care so much i think that was that was a nice it was just a nice thing to do like i you know does it you know i don't care if if, if any of our competitor schools or anybody else did it like it was nice i said hey i'm i'm going to it, it's something i can do to make hopefully your experience be a little bit better you know, now granted, you know, one or two kids saw me and like the curtains closed and it was like, you know, odd. but you know, it just felt like it's a nice thing to do. And you know what? I think that, that to that personal touch, whatever we can give these kids, even if it is, even if it means that 
the faculty's going to stand there and, you know, somebody's going to stand at your curb and just wave to you, you know, something that, yeah, this does make you feel special. And, and, you know, it's it, in this day and age, yeah, it's tough because we're always looking at that. We're, we're judged on, well, are we doing this because we care or because we want to look like we care, you know? And I, I just, it, something, whatever we can do, you know, to make every kid feel special. I'm all for it. You know, whatever that has to be. And if it means driving around or whatever, you know, I just think it's it's important. You're right. You're all right that it just they, they need to feel that special. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm, it, it's, it's cool. You know, I'm I'm um, I'm I hate to say the word entitled, but I'm entitled to feel, you know, this just as much as everybody else. And even well, though and just an acknowledgement that it's different. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, to, that, be, and- to be seen. Well, that and AJ, you know, like we were, you were just saying an amazing thing is that and you said it kind of like in passing is that I want to feel acknowledged too. like, you know, we've worked hard. We've worked hard with these kids all year and we are doing things that we never plan to be doing. And part of celebrating their accomplishments are also you know, that that energy that we need to re-energize ourselves throughout the summer and to make the plans and to figure out how we're going to start the school year if A, B or C happens. But, you know, we also need that, too. And I think that that's also important for not only us as leaders, but also for our staff as teachers. Like they need to feel that they're making a difference also. Absolutely. Um, real quick, I do have a, another person waiting in the wing, so I'm going to bring on Raquel. Hey. How you doing, Raquel? How are you? Good. How are you, Chris? I'm doing well. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you, too. Thank you for inviting me. It's a party. Everybody is welcome here on Podcast TV. Hi, everybody. <laughs> How are Hi, you? Raquel. Thank you? Raquel, real quick, why don't you just quickly introduce yourself, where you are, what you do? Well, I am a word language teacher, and I work in the Mitachin School District. And I also, um, I am the mind behind MITAC, <laughs> which is the yeah. Mitachin Technology Symposium. You probably see on Twitter mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Just about the time I was going to apply for that this year? I know. <laughs> yeah, we, we even thought about a do like an online version. But after a lot of meetings, we decided to just go better and bigger next year, God willing, um, and let the people, teachers, focus on their families and what they're doing with their own district. There's too much going on for us to add on top just to, you know, to do yeah. it. So we kind of made a decision not to um, – we postponed, right? We canceled for this year and we yeah. had to go better and bigger next year. So Raquel, what are your thoughts on the end of the year? Obviously, you know, you, you a world language teacher, so you obviously you have your own students. So, so what does the end of the year look like here for you? And yeah, what are you my, trying to do to, you know, make it special? Yeah. You see, for the point of view of, the te- of a teacher, we have to wait for the admin for guidelines. We can decide and say, okay, I want to do that. We got to kind of follow what everybody's going to do. Um, Tomorrow, actually, my school, we have a faculty meeting and they're going to tell us what are the guidelines for the school. But what I have uh, what I have done in my class to make the kids more um, close together, connected, 
You know, I have done, because I'm a word language teacher, so I see, I'm in elementary school now, so I see everybody. And it's like crazy. Try to catch up with all the students through Zoom. You know, it's a lot of like 500 kids, you know, and you have like to make a schedule to see everybody so they don't feel like, what is my Spanish teacher want, you know? And so what I'm trying to do is do, like, do mini celebrations on, on Fridays. I have a puppet and then we did a Cinco de Mayo. You know, we had to plan like a Cinco de Mayo uh, assembly this year with mariachis and everything. And we had to cancel, you know, so I tried to move it up by making like, you know, a party for them. And um, moving forward, I just, every time I'm with the kids on Zoom, I just try to be positive and try to tell them, even in the Cinco de Mayo, I say, who would think that Mexico would beat the French army, (laughs) the most powerful army, but they believe, they stay together, they stay connected, you know, and they did. And the same way we're going to beat the coronavirus. So I kind of uh, try to make them uh, more positive. no, no, not to lose focus. Let's be positive. This is going to pass. And we are going to do what we can do, the best we can do. You know, it's new. So we're all learning. And I don't think we need to be so hard on ourselves. You know, we go. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people who are definitely beating themselves up. And yeah, I, I don't think that needs to be the case. Yeah, I don't think so. I think like we are changing the tire as we are driving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a great analogy. You know, we just we just need to um, one day at a time, mm-hmm. and and do your best with your best of your intentions. You know, with a good heart, the kids feel that. And what you cannot do, you know, you cannot beat yourself. You have your family. You know, also to attend. Everybody's home now. We're like we moms. We need to cook and take care of our kids. You know, at the same time we have to teach. So um, if you're trying to to be a super star, super woman, you're going to get burned out, and you're not going to be able to end the year. <laughs> so it's one day at a time. That's my approach. I agree, and I gave up trying to be a super woman long, long ago. <laughs> <laughs> you're too funny. Uh, you're too funny. Yep, nice. but um, I, I think that's it. And I, I heard you guys saying about end of the year celebration. I agree with AJ that he said that um, whatever we can do to make them feel special, you know, uh, unfortunately, we can have a real graduation, but that doesn't mean that we cannot celebrate them, that we should not celebrate them. And I think this is an awesome, awesome uh, teachable moment for us to teach our our own children. Because I have a 13-year-old that's in eighth grade. So she's missing all the, the, the field trips, end of the year field trips and prom and all this stuff. So, but I think this is a great teachable moment. And we got to talk real with the students and, the, and our children that things happen in life. You don't have control over your life, you know, and things is going to happen and how you're going to approach the challenges and difficulties in your life. So that's an awesome time for us to have real talk with them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to understand now, it's another story, but later on they will remember. 
But I think as the adult here, the parents, we need to use this to to tell them that things sometimes are not going to go the way we want. And it doesn't need to make us feel down or feel defeated or frustrated. We can overcome and keep going. And I'm hoping for a better future and a better days. Yeah. AJ, is is it from Dan Bauer's podcast where he talks about uh, what's the quote that he uses at the end of his show? What life is like 10% of what happens to you and 90% of how you react to it. That is, is yeah. that how that goes? That, that is it. That's how it goes. Correct. How, how are we reacting? We, we have little control over what happens, but we can certainly control how we act and react given the circumstances. All right. Some good comments coming in here. A lot of people agree with AJ tonight. That's a new thing. This is the first. Uh, I agree with AJ all the time. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. Um, so again, um, we've got about 10 minutes left uh, in this recorded portion. Uh, so do we want to shift gears and do our recommendations? Might as well. It's podcast PD is what we do, right? There you go. Uh, but before we get to our podcast recommendations, want to do a quick uh, let you know promo, whatever you want to call it, commercial. Um, did you know that you can support podcast PD as an executive producer? That's right. You can show your support on a monthly or a yearly basis, or you don't have to support us at all. But if you are interested, <laughs> uh, you can support the show by donating $5 a month or $50 a year. As a thank you, every supporter will receive a Podcast PD sticker, and yearly supporters will also receive a Podcast PD mug and a Podcast PD t-shirt. If you are interested in becoming an executive producer, go to podcastpd.com slash executive producer for more information we like what we do and if you want to help us out help us out all right let's do our podcast recommendations and our guests who are here if you want to also recommend a podcast that you enjoy or you have gotten value from at at any point feel free to share that but aj you are up first oh thanks for putting the pressure on me there all right so i've been digging into a, a podcast lately called compete every day and i feel like i've been sharing this with multiple people who I talk to every day. And uh, the episode that I'm going to focus on is called Stop Doing Nothing. Um, If you want to know about Compete Every Day, obviously, it's about competitions, about athletics. And the host, his name is Jake Thompson. He talks to leaders with various areas, such as business, sports, fitness, entrepreneurship, uh, to learn what mental, habitual, and physical systems they use in order to succeed in their professional and personal lives. So the the episode I'm referring to is called stop doing nothing. And it kind of smacked me in the face, uh, pretty hard. And, um, the guest his name is Patrick Almond and, uh, he uses the phrase done is better than perfect. Uh, and I think we can all kind of relate to that. And I know for sure that I can relate to that because I always believe that I can't start unless I have the perfect plan of how it's going to look and what the host uh, and Patrick Almond talk about. Uh, he calls this, analysis by paralysis. And it's pretty crazy to think about the fact that, you know, we, we do these things and we can't move forward because we want to make sure that we are putting the best picture of ourselves forward. And we don't want to take that time to reflect. And we don't want to take that time to make the change uh, while we're going through a process. So in this episode that I was listening to, uh, I'm just going to read exactly what it says here. It says, it's easy to get stuck on repeat in our heads, worrying that we don't know what to do. We spend hours, days, even weeks trying to plan out the smallest details and weighing one option over another. 
Patrick Amon says, taking a single small step every day is what we have to do to keep moving. Even if our path takes twists and turns along the way, we'll still get there eventually. If we never take the first step, though, we'll stay trapped in the same place as time passes us by. So make the choice, take the step and walk into tomorrow with purpose. And listening to the words throughout the podcast, you know, really kind of woke me up to to get my rear end in gear and start doing the things that I wanted to do that I've been putting on hold because the planning is there. The planning is there. The planning is there. And then I never take a step past the plan. So if you're like me, if you feel like you're stuck and you feel like, you know, you don't want to take that step forward, I think this episode really gets you going. And Chris, I know I recommend it to you. So I wonder what you were thinking about that. Well, the episode that you recommended, I listened to it last night, late at night after you and I were, you know, hanging out on the internet and uh, I really enjoyed it. And I click subscribe and I found a couple other episodes in the back catalog that I was interested in. And uh, thank you for that recommendation. I look forward to getting more out of it. And yeah. certainly that athletic twist is mm-hmm. one that I can relate to still, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, maybe. Maybe. If the CrossFit gym ever opens again and I can get back out there. If, if I'm getting tired of just walking and riding my bike. Uh, all right. Uh, mine, I'll go next because Stacy didn't fill in the box yet, so that gives her a little more time. Uh, so this one actually came through, I listened to Up First on a daily basis from NPR, and today they had a bonus edition where, an NPR is good at this, as Stacy let us know before the show, they will sometimes slip in other episodes of other shows into their other show feeds. So today, the Up First, they slipped in an episode of NPR's Rough Translation, Here's the description for that podcast in general. How are things we're talking about being talked about somewhere else in the world? Gregory Warner tells stories that follow familiar conversations into unfamiliar territory at a time when the world seems small, but it's hard as ever to escape our echo chambers. Rough translation takes you places. So the episode that they put into the feed today, and for those watching on YouTube, I pulled up the page for those listening or it'll be in the show notes. Uh, This was their May 13th episode titled Hotel Corona. So here's the description for this episode. 180 recovering COVID-19 patients. One Jerusalem hotel. Secular. Religious. Arabs. Jews. Old. Young. Their phones are out. They're recording. And the rest of Israel is tuning in. So this was this is a hotel in uh, in Jerusalem that had all these COVID-19 patients recovering and they're from all different races and religions from that area of the world. And normally these are groups of people that do not get along, but now they're living in, they were in this hotel and they got along and, you know, a lot of the racism and, you know, divide between people kind of disappeared over time as these people were able to be connected. And it's interesting at the beginning of the show, it, it, it talks about how, you know, people were seeing this on the news and it's like, we're all outside of this environment where we have to be socially distant and physically distant from each other. And we can't have these connections and touch and be close to people. And here in this hotel, they've already got the disease. So they're just like in a hotel and they're connected and talking and touching and being connected in ways that a lot of the world has stopped. So this was a really interesting episode of this particular show. And uh, it will be in the show notes out at podcastpd.com slash 74 or you can find rough translation in your podcast catcher of choice okay so it's my turn you're next all right so first of all my um 
because this interests people for some reason. My podcast number is 2026. What? Two, wait, what? You're welcome. What? Yeah. Repeat. That. I don't listen the way I used to. You don't listen at all. You don't listen, to, <laughs> listen the way you used to. What are you talking about? Okay. So I've been reading a lot of books. If you follow my Instagram, you see that like I read I see flamingos I think, and sheds. I don't see books. <laughs> That's true. I, I do a lot of running too. And so I don't listen to podcasts when I run. I only really listen to them in the car when I'm doing like household chores and it's just not the same. So if I'm walking, I can listen to a podcast, but I'm doing a lot more running. So it's not working for me. Anyway, oh, wait, hold on. We, we, quick comment from the chat. Stephanie, uh, no worries. See? Stephanie's around 1500. See, Stephanie, Stephanie I say the same thing. People. What is going on? And Stephanie has my recommendation. So my, and I have okay. not listened to it. So I'm going to throw that caveat out there. Um, so um, Unlocking Us by with Benet Brown is my um, recommendation. I, like I said, have not listened to a single word of it. However, it's the recommendation, <laughs> I know, hold on. The, <laughs> I've downloaded them all. Um, but the recommendation came not only from my principal, who I very highly respect, but also from my sister, who is like my book whisperer. And we have a lot of the same tastes when it comes to books. And um, we also have a lot of the same taste when it comes to podcasts. And um, the other reason I'm saying to go with that is because I've been listening to a lot of Brene Brown's books. I know, AJ, you're giving me this face. Huh? I'm, I'm reading one of her books and I'm not digging Are you it. reading Dare to Lead? Because I remember yeah, you saying that. All right. So we need to have and a side I can't conversation. Pick it up again. That's, why I don't, that's why it's not finished. Oh, you haven't been able to pick it up again. I don't like it. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. You didn't marry AJ, is it being used to hold up your laptop right now? Is that the value you're getting from it? No, I'm using math books for my laptop oh, right okay. now. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Um, yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. So I read all of my Brene Brown books out of order, but um, I started with Braving the Wilderness. And um, I thought that was a really great book. And I find that she, like many authors in her, in her genre, um, tend to repeat themselves a lot. Gretchen Rubin does that, right? Um, I think I'm on my second or third John Gordon book during this quarantine, and I'm feeling like the same way. I read The Energy Bus, though. And so, like, all of Al's positivity, I'm, like, digging because Mm -hmm. I was just, like, I finished it today, and I was like, this is awesome. So if I can find a John Gordon podcast, um, Um, if it's out there. Yes, I've recommended it. (laughs) I'd have to listen to it. part of your 29,000 podcasts you don't listen to. Wait, is it just him being interviewed or is it his own show? He, he interviews. He interviews others? Yes. All right, I'll add that. Yes, it's, um. hold on, I'll get the name. More people it. agree with AJ, by the way. Ooh, was I am on fire tonight. tonight. <laughs> yeah, Dare to Lead, I am struggling. I'm on the struggle bus with Dare to Lead. Um, but I, I also ran out of time with Darren Greatly. I don't know. It's just too many things to listen to. The podcast kind of took the, uh, the back burner. Uh, John, Gordon, John Gordon's podcast is called Positive University. Positive University. Yeah. Awesome sauce. We could all use a degree in happiness. Yeah, I like him. His energy bus was okay. spectacular. I read that in two days. Thank you for you checking out faster, this episode of Podcast PD. You know, there is for the links to everything that also. we discussed in this episode, yeah, you I can visit it, the yeah. show notes yeah, at our really website, podcastpd.com. Yeah, he's got the 10 things that you need to do to connect and with the show on social media. We are at Podcast like PD on Instagram so, and Twitter. And we share using the hashtag 
podcast the energy bus, PD. and then go check out Brittany to connect Brown's with Stacey, um, AJ, and myself. Those are my we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie. Stop making faces at, at me, I run Tech. I'm going to give her podcast AJ Bianco. Okay. We would love I to will. hear from you. So yeah, please go me. to podcastpd.com/slash/feedback <laughs> and send us an email. Send us a voice message. Whatever you need to do. Uh, so Raquel, also, Jill, if you enjoyed this Will podcast, Al. make sure you share it with somebody <laughs> that you think uh, would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy. And we hope you enjoyed Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate your sharing. And we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. For the Department of Take care. Education. I don't know if you had a chance to listen before to Ken. He has different shows. It's called DOE Digest Podcast. Um, he's pretty good. The last episode was about um, having balance. Uh, exactly what we were talking here before on uh, virtual uh, remote learning. So keeping your mental health. <laughs> he actually put uh, virtual uh, mental health. They're talking about how we need to keep the balance between teaching remotely and also take care of yourself and, you know, stress. So it was really interesting. Uh, there are a lot of um, uh, past episodes on, um, what's it called, uh, cell social emotional learning mm-hmm. there's one even I participate to the point of view of a word language teacher and so so there they have a lot of different episodes so it's a good um, you know podcast to listen to and update things that happen on the state you know in school so it keep us informed nice. my- and Raquel before we let you go um, how can people connect with you what's the best way to continue to learn and speak with you Twitter. So Raquel William 37. Nice. Raquel, thanks for being with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, everybody. Bye, Raquel. Thank you. Thanks. Um, So I'm going to jump in here um, just because I am a podcast connoisseur, as they would self proclaimed. Um, So a couple things that I have gone back to that are non educator related are Radio Lab. You know, I just found out that one of the the co-hosts actually recently retired back in January. And so um, I'm interested to see where the show is going to go because I've been listening to it for quite a number of years. And it it is produced by NPR. So it's one of those, um, you know, very well-established ones. Um, Stacey, like you, I have actually gone back to reading a lot more than I have listening um, but one of the things that I listen to all the time is what should I read next? And yes, <laughs> it's by Ann Bogle. And it's just, you know, it's just one of those bibliophile, you know, beautiful, well done um, uh, podcast that is all about just reading and books and all of that. Um, and then, Chris, I know I, I've mentioned it before, still tapping into criminal Um I, and, I, it's one of my go-tos. <laughs> Did you listen to the one? Oh, it, it was, oh, I forget the name. Uh, it was about like the, the frozen deaths where people like the cops were taking people out. Yes. And, like, like, Starlight tours. Yes. yes. Oh, such a good episode. <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, I've been listening to that for years. Um, of course, House of Ed Tech. Um, feed your spirit. Um, and then also there's a new one. Time that out. I, Hold on, Jill. You can't just gloss over your own podcast. 
So you are a podcaster. You have your own show, which is called Feed Your Spirit, um, which okay. is not educational. Your podcast. Let's go. <laughs> it is not educational, but it is uh, um, something that I've been called to. And so I talk to uh, people just about their experiences and lives and challenges that they face and how they overcome them. Um, and it's just it's beautiful. And it is edited. Um all you know, all things out there. It is edited by Chris Nessie, um, but he doesn't. Mister Podcast stuff. over here. <laughs> he is, and um, you know what? I love it, and I love just talking to people and getting to know them. And as you know, as some of you have heard from me throughout this time here, you know, I just um, let's challenge each other and let's learn from each other and let's grow from each other, and that's what we do. Um, but then also too, one of the other ones that has been like pulling me in and it's, it was out a while ago, but it's now just kind of getting back is Dr. Death. Uh, <laughs> which I'm sorry, Stace. <laughs> I see your face. <laughs> um, Don't worry. I'll screenshot and get a meme later. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's all about um, it's a real life story of a doctor who was in Dallas and his patients just started having some severe complications and just the whole story that unfolds from that. So, yeah, <laughs> I have two other recommendations for you if you want to. Um, yes. To keep going. Um, so Ann Bogle, you mentioned her. She also has one great book Oh, where she only talks about one book per episode. And um, that that's a lot of fun. It fits right in there with just a good book recommendation. Um, and I love what should I read next? It's just such a good platform and a like a good. Um, I just like the way she does it. Like her her format on that is really good. And then um, another one is called Over My Dead Body. Oh, and yes. oh, did you listen to that? <laughs> Not yet. I've got it queued up. It was, I binged that. So there, see, Chris, I am listening to new stuff. So over my, my dead body, my, um, my best friend and my husband got each other listening to it. And then I went and listened to the whole thing. It's, it's kind of serial-esque um, and has like a good quick story and it's not overwhelming. I think it's like, I'm trying to see how many episodes it was. It's like 15 episodes total with all the extras. Um but you kind of get like a good summary and then things kind of are in limbo because of COVID-19 because it's kind of following things along in real life as well. So, yeah. Let me know what you you think, Jill. I'm sorry. I love it because the one thing I love about um, what to read next with Ann Bogle is that she's not afraid to shy away from YA books. And to me, that's so important because, you know, it's what we do. And, you know, how can we talk to kids about this love of reading unless we're doing it and we can connect with them? And there's so many books that I've connected with through her podcast and I've read and that I'm like hooked on because of that. Yeah, agreed. And Jill, before we let you go, how can people connect with you if they want to continue any conversation with you? Oh, definitely through Twitter at Mrs. D M R S D one two two. And there's AJ's kids. 
Yeah. Um. No, that's the other AJ, not mine. That's the other ones. <laughs> so it depends. Yeah. Like whenever they say AJ has a great idea, that's me. But when they say, "Oh my God, there's AJ's kids," that that's him. That's not me. That's oh, that's no. not my kids. I'm on scissors. As long as they don't swear, it's fine. But you know, when the when the longshoreman comes out, it's you know, that's yeah, it's, it's no, not mine. I don't. I, was that outside? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely through Twitter um, at MSRD122. And just so that everybody knows, 122 was the number of my very first classroom. I was not the 122nd oh. Mrs. D on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, Jill, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Jill. Bye, Jill. Bye, Jill. All right, little Al, you got a recommendation for us? Yeah, well, it's it's I've been I've been starting to since the last time where I got challenged, I didn't have any good recommendations. Um I'm starting to listen to this one. Well, it's it's inside EMS because, you know, in this in this day and age and all the stuff that, you know, um we constantly deal with, I I constantly have to learn you know, and be up on not, not so much new stuff, but it's like what other people experience and, you know, um, you know, just, just thinking on your feet and, and, and just, you know, it's not just, you know, I mean, I don't know. I kind of have to, it's, it's, there's always something new to learn and not from a book, from somebody else, you know, for a lot of experiential stuff. So, um, the, my two go hand in hand. It's that one and it's, um, stuff you should know. Um, it's, I, I think it's for the people who do how stuff works and it's just like, you know, Random things like, you know, this is how this works or this is how that works. I don't know. It's just I think part of being able to be creative and, you know, to be a problem solver and all that is the, the more you kind of understand about just how things work, you know, and I don't know, um, broadening horizons, so to speak. Um, I know from the EMS standpoint, it's I, I, you know, I'm not a firefighter. I'm an EMT, but, you know, I know a lot about how firefighting works because sometimes we're doing the same thing. We're at the same, you know, scene together. And and like, if I know what they're doing, they know what I'm doing, you know, that whole idea of cross training, you know, it's like I'm cross training on life. So the more I know about everything, the you know, the, the, the better. So, um, you know, there, there's times where, uh, you know, as much as there's so much good education stuff out there, it's like, I, I don't, it's like, okay, you know, it's, we, you know, how much we, we go through that, how much we, you know, we, we learn. It's like, I want to learn something different, you know, and get, you know, something maybe that I didn't really, I never knew this before. I want to learn about, you know, I don't know how to, how to cut wood or I don't know how to do plumbing, you know, stuff that I don't know. You never really had time for. So, um, I like this, this stuff you should know. So that's my, um, I, I've become a, I'm not going to get near Stacy's like 55,000 podcasts, but you know, it's I'm only 2000. Yeah. I, you know, I thought it was, I thought I heard, yeah, today. So no, extra, I think there's a limit. I don't think I can get any more. Are you trying See? to find the limit? I mean, no, but I just added that one that somebody else recommended and my number didn't go up. How does that work? Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. That That's a puzzle for another day, Stacey. Yep. Al, thanks for joining us tonight. How can people connect with you? Uh, Twitter. Al Spiegel, but I think it might have to change. We might be, we might have a new Twitter handle next time. I don't know. I don't know. We'll Al. We'll, we'll Al. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Al, thanks y'all. for being with us tonight. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Always love it. I, uh, Chris, one more right. podcast and recommendation. I'm, say it again. One more podcast recommendation. Yeah, there is. You know, it, you read my mind, Chief. We yeah. do have one more podcast recommendation this evening. So for wow, those of you who are watching that. visually, um, yeah, so we have this up on the screen and we do have a little snippet of audio for you listening on the podcast side and watching. So here we go. 
Hello and welcome to Reflect Ed. I'm AJ Bianco, and I'm so glad you're here for the teaser of Reflect Ed. What is Reflect Ed? We are going to reflect on our careers, educators, and leaders. We're going to focus on what is working in our schools, what doesn't work in our schools, and challenges and successes we may have, and our future improvement for ourselves. Please make sure you click subscribe so you get episode one when it releases on June 1st. Check out reflectedpodcast.com for more information and follow me on Twitter at AJ Bianco. The podcast may be terrible, but that music is dope. What is I up, can't AJ wait. the podcaster? Well, I am a podcaster. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> you yes. have your own solo show. No, I have my I have my own solo show. I'm going solo. Ugh. I'm leaving all y'all fools. It happens. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So this is AJ's last. This is podcast Harry Styles TV. moment. Stop it. <laughs> so tell us about the show, AJ. You just heard about it in the teaser. That's true. No, no. In all seriousness, it's about. It's about reflecting. It's about looking at what we do, what we don't do, what we can do, where we want to go, how we want to plan our futures, how we're going to make schools better for ourselves, for our students and our teachers. So, uh, you know, for for the first couple episodes, I'll be honest, it's probably just going to be me just talking about some ideas, sharing some thoughts. But I'm, I'm looking for for you out there to come join me on the journey and, and share your your thoughts, your vision and your mission in education. So people right now. You need to go in your podcast catcher and Catch it. or go on your phone, go to reflectedpodcast.com. You can subscribe to AJ's show in Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Castbox, Spotify. Um the the RSS is the there. So if you use another the Google. app, the Google, it's available in Google Podcasts. So click subscribe so you get our podcast compadre's very first episode when he drops it on June first. June first. Which, so which is much sooner than I realized. So. June 1st. Yeah, because next week is Memorial Day weekend. Oh my god, that snuck up on me. It's my son's birthday. <laughs> I completely forgot that it was oh. like next week. Not that I forgot. Well, May is a busy month for us. We were talking last night and he was like, oh, so we're not going to do a show next week because it's Memorial Day weekend. I'm like, next week's the 24th. And then I realized that the following Monday is June 1st. So yes, next week is no show. Memorial Day weekend. Which also means we're not going to be here live because it's Memorial Day weekend. So we'll be back on uh, Sunday, May 31st. First, that's how time works. So yeah. So we hope you guys enjoyed Podcast PD live tonight. Thank you to Jill and Al and Raquel for coming out and being a part of the show. And also to Sean for coming in and asking a question to start the show. Hopefully you connect with Chris Aviles and uh, learn about gamification and adding that awesome awesome sauce to your classroom stacy i think it's time, time for to magic. do the magic all right well for we thank you for being here say good night christopher good night christopher say good night my new podcast solo host aj good night aj all right good night podcast bd <laughs> bye Thank you for checking out this episode of Podcast PD. For links to everything that we discussed in this episode, you can visit the show notes at our website, podcastpd.com. 
To connect with the show on social media, we are at PodcastPD on Instagram and Twitter, and we share using the hashtag PodcastPD. To connect with Stacy, AJ, and myself, we are on Twitter at Mr. Nessie, at IRunTech, and at AJ Bianco. We would love to hear from you, so please go to podcastpd.com slash feedback and send us an email, send us a voice message, whatever you need to do. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with somebody that you think would get value from it. Word of mouth is the best way to share a podcast you enjoy, and we hope you enjoyed Podcast PD. We appreciate you listening, we appreciate your sharing, and we love creating this podcast for you. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.